Hello to all of our beautiful listeners out there and welcome back to another episode of Clickbait, the podcast where we dissect the wildest and weirdest pop culture headlines of the week. Break it all down for you, all little clickbait headlines so you don't have to. Um, You guys, we had maybe one too many drinks last podcast, (laughs) but I hope that during the holiday week, you guys ate a little bit too much as well. You did all that stuff, had so much to be thankful for. Today, we're getting right back into it. Natasha, we have you back with us. How is everybody doing? Hello. I am am doing okay. Okay, I'm detoxing right now. Still recovering? Since our episode, yeah, I think I went hard after that, and I'm just like, I ate too much, I drank too much, I'm, I'm, I'm in recovery right now for sure. Okay. Did you have some, did you have some sauce? Did you have some of your sauce at Thanksgiving? I did. I had some of my sauce and then I had a little bit of the whiskey sauce as well. So I did a a (laughs) combination (laughs) and I'm just like, oh, but besides all that, I'm feeling good today because my body's, it's getting back to normal. I'm hitting the gym. I'm working out. <laughs> we're doing it. We have a fun podcast filled with lots of clickbait today. And of course, joining us a little later is an up-and-coming singer-songwriter, Adam Hambrick, who, Tasha, I'm pretty sure uh, you know a little bit about this guy or... <laughs> honestly, uh, okay, wait, don't say honestly. I will tell you that Jimmy Kimmel has forever made me sweat when I say honestly because I say it way too many times. Anyway. I say it a lot too. I get it. You're an honest person, Jimmy. That's the thing. I feel like I say it because I don't want people to think I'm bullshitting, but then when you say it too many times, people are like, you're definitely bullshitting, aren't you? I don't know. I say it way too many times, but I guess I say it instead of saying like. I guess it's one of those it's one of those go-to words. That's Mm -hmm. what I Yeah. I agree. Um but what I was saying is I'm very familiar with Adam. Um because he's actually a surprise performance on The Bachelorette with me and one of my dates next week. So I'm super excited that he's joining us today. You guys, he's insanely talented. He's super sweet. He's super fun. I'm, you guys are going to enjoy him. I can't wait. That's the one thing that I like about um, A Bachelor is that like they do usually reach out to people that are, some that are well-known, but others that like might not have popped off yet. And I mm-hmm. really feel like Adam will and his band just because they are they're special and it was magical having them on the date. So, yeah, 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 I yeah. Mean, songwriters that go into performers, they really do just they know what to do. The production yes, value is always so good. <laughs> <laughs> Serenade me, baby. That's all I want in life. OK, let's kick this off with the clickbait that we need to get into. It was so crazy <laughs> over Thanksgiving weekend. And did you guys see this fight that Triller put on? It was insane. Everyone was talking about it. So many things. It was the main event for me uh, of the weekend. It was my highlight. Well, actually, undoing <laughs> was the highlight. But they did a really, really good job. They did a really good job. <laughs> okay, I watched wait. it. I, you know what? Did it, you? It was, uh, yeah, of course. I, Mike Tyson. How do you not watch Tyson fight? It was, I mean, um, yes. you know, I never thought I would see the man fight again. He looked great. I mean. He was hilarious. We're going to get into it. Yeah. We, I can't wait. His to entire talk about story it. is amazing. So gay for Mike. Wait, speaking of Triller, do you guys know this girl, Olivia Ponton? She's like a yes, huge, yeah, she's a huge TikTok star. And actually mm-hmm. she had a bachelorette watch party. So I thought it'd be super fun to just have her call in and actually be one of the people to ask a burning question this week. What do you think about that? Okay, yes. so then 
Natasha or myself have to give up one of our burning questions. Yeah, because right? you could only ask two burning questions an episode, and uh, that means these rules, right, Tasha. I know, Natasha. How do you, how do you want to do this? First to ask it gets it. Fine, fine. Olivia, you little cheeky thing. I'm so happy you are here on the Clickbait Podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Of course, I'm I, I'm obsessed with you on TikTok. Thank I, you. I watch all of your videos, so you'll just have to. I'm trying. I need to make my way back into TikTok. <laughs> I can't tell if I'm like too old for the damn thing. But no, you're you not. Tell me what TikTok dance to do next, and um, maybe we'll do at something or something. <laughs> yes, that would be so fun. Oh my god, you guys should do but it together. How are you? I know we should. <laughs> it would be funny. I'm not gonna lie. It'd be very funny. <laughs> Olivia, you're a you're a big Bachelor Bachelorette fan. Is that true? Yeah, it's uh, me in my house. You all watch it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> what do I you think not about- wait for you it's to always my it. i've always said like if i'm like before if i'm not like happily in a relationship by the time i'm like 27 i'm gonna go for the bachelor or the bachelor <laughs> and see it you should do it. it you should do it yes yeah they're yes. coming for you now you yeah. put it out there in the world you're gonna ask it the moment they say that the, the moment you say it they're coming for you <laughs> yeah Bachelor Nation is always listening, so that's what you wish for, you know what I mean? That's so fun. I'm sure it's fun. I mean, I'm sure it's stressful for, you know, picking out the love of your life. I think it would be fun. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you think about the season so far? Mm-hmm. Give me your take. What yeah, do you think give about me the, the lowdown. What do you think about the new Bachelorette? All of a sudden, we had, we had one, now we got another one. I think you guys are, like, mixing it up very fastly. I mean, I personally like it because it keeps people, like, on their toes, in my opinion. But, like, it's definitely, I'm, like, trying to keep up with everything. I'm like, whoa, this guy, this girl, this, what, what what's happening? <laughs> in my opinion, it's fun. And it's, like, different from other reality TV shows, if that makes any, like, sense. And I feel like The Bachelorette's definitely, like, something that's, like, iconic that, like, a lot of people do pay attention to, rather than where it's, like, too hot to handle, like, all the other reality TV shows that they're, like, trying to make. I think, like, yeah. Bachelor and The Bachelor are, like, the, like, bow. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta dust off our shoulders, yeah. people. Just yeah. a little bit. How long have you been watching the show? My, me and my mom used to watch it like when I was a lot younger, if that makes any sense. Like not a lot mm-hmm. younger, yeah. but like I, yeah, when I was sense. living at home, we like, she would be watching it in the living room and I, a weird fun fact, but I always used to watch, I mean, watch like TV with her and I was eat Oreos with milk. And when I was like, <laughs> we would just always, I'd get my Oreos and my milk and we would just go and we'd just watch it together. And it would be like, just funny to watch like all the drama happen. And I was like, probably like, 14, 15, 16, and then I was just like, wow, that looks like so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mom was like, Olivia, you're not dating now. I'm like, it's fun. <laughs> it's funny. You can Honestly, date through us. I will tell you, I actually used to boycott watching The Bachelor because I feel like all my friends in high school used to watch really? it. I'm not. Oh, my God. I was like the biggest, like, I'm not watching that show. Yeah. And now look at me. Like, <laughs> now you're literally a part of it. <laughs> they came for you. It's wild. They but it's just because, like, you. everybody used to watch it. I feel yeah. Like in high school, like, they would have watch parties or whatever. I mean, no, I, I get what like, you mean, though, because sometimes when it's like a, like a popular Netflix show is like out and like everyone's talking about it, I'm just yes. like, Nah, okay. Yeah, I didn't have a Tiger King. Yeah, I, I haven't watched that. So I just like, won't. And there's like certain ones that like literally everybody loves. But then eventually, I feel like at some point in time, I end up watching it. So it's like, well, yeah, I guess it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I have done the trend. 
What, Olivia, yeah. you're, where are you living? Are you in the Triller house? Yes. I. It's the house is in Calabasas. And yeah, I'm just living with a bunch of my friends. It's kind of fun. Oh, so that's did so you guys, wild. Yes, no. It, did you guys watch the fight? Yes, we had. We actually had a watch party for that. And really? yeah, we had Triller like sent us like a whole bunch of like, goodies and like fun um, food to eat. And um we all got i think it was about like 20 30 of us and we all we had like a movie room as you guys know and we had it in the movie room and we watched it and jake is actually our literally our next door neighbor like i see his house from my house no oh, wow and yeah and so it's funny that i was literally like that's my next door neighbor and we were just like watching it <laughs> kind of funny but yeah so wild historic i think it is so cool that you live in this house with how many people live there there's Sorry, I'm sweating a little bit. Um, there's (laughs) seven or eight of us now. I think closer to eight. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's it's a little at hype house. There's like seventeen of us. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Mm -hmm. so three of us moved out of there and uh, created not really create our own house. We're still like kind of under the branch of everything, but for the most part, yeah. Wait, okay, wait, I have a weird question to ask. Like, who makes your food? Do you make your own food? (laughs) Um, We have a chef that comes, like, certain days. But I personally, because when he makes food, he makes food for boys. He makes, like, Uh, big, like, meals. And I'm, like, a little, like, uh, like, hi, can I have, like, a smoothie, please? (laughs) And he's, like, what is this girl doing? So, like, nine times out of ten, I often just, like, make my own food. I'm a really big, like, snacker, fun fact. So I don't eat, like, full meals at a time. So I'll eat, like, little, like, snacks that I, like. Are you still eating Oreos? Is that still a thing? Oreos and TV? Yes. 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 (laughs) Wait, so, Olivia. I'm going to tell you what we we do here. Okay. So... Natasha and I get to ask Tasha a burning question about her season. Okay. Every episode. Okay. We're giving you one of those questions. So you could ask Tasha okay. anything you want. Anything I want. Ooh. Mm-hmm. About her season. I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I get you were sweating like two minutes ago. No, I'm sorry, I sweat because it really stresses me out when I get Yes. Ooh, should I like ask it now? Like, should I think of my? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Or do you, do you need to, do you need to think about little, it, or do you have something? If you think about it, you can. Okay, yeah. I think I have like a thing that I like thought of, but then I was like, hmm. Now I see your personality. Now I gotta like think everything. Okay. <laughs> well, wait, what did you think it was gonna be like? No, I thought you were gonna like, be the same. No, it's not anything okay, bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can only have one question. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We, there's so two in episode, maybe. <laughs> okay. So if your mom was choosing one of these guys for you, who would it be? Ooh. Or if your dad was be, like, or if your dad was um, able to like give out the first impression, like Rose, like who would, who do you think your parents would choose? Oh, that's, Ooh, that's a great, that's great, great a question. Great question. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Natasha and Joe, she coming up to your job. Yeah, really. <laughs> no. No. So good. Okay. So good. Love that. So I'm going to keep it to like the first impression. Okay. okay. I think my mom would have given it to Brendan. Why? Can I ask why? 
Yeah. 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 We got Go to know ahead. the boss. <laughs> I'm writing all this. I'm taking notes right now. <laughs> Why? Yeah. They, they're also watching and they know nothing. I've never told them anything about what happened. No so way. Trying to figure this out while we're going through. Yeah. Woo. And we're supposed um, to be friends. We're supposed to be friends. She doesn't even, I don't even know who she's dating right now. I mean, we know okay. nothing. All right, um, go on. But let's see. Yeah, I think Brendan, because I think he's like super sweet and like. He's like a mama's boy, kind of. He's like a mom. How did you know that? Well, I just he feel really like. Is. Yeah, really? And my mom would, would be obsessed with him. And like, my mom's also like obsessed with eyes. And all the men have like gorgeous eyes. But I think like she would have like. You seen that a little bit? Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good answer. And I think my dad would have actually. Shoot, I don't. My dad's a tricky one. He probably doesn't. Probably nobody. He doesn't like anybody. Like when he first meets them, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, shoot, that's a really good question. None of these guys are. Yeah, he's like none of these guys are good enough for my, like, yeah, like, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah, I know exactly. My dad's kind of the same way. Your dad right? would have been like uh, Chris Harrison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chris, why don't we just leave and just call it a day? She doesn't even date <laughs> <Yeah>. nobody. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Probably, honestly, my dad likes people that are like a really like constructive like background. So yeah. like, military backgrounds a good thing. Like oh, Ben has a military background, so mm, maybe Ben. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. That was a really good question. We like that. We got Brendan and Ben. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, we're taking <laughs> notes. Olivia, I have a question for you. Do you yeah. have a favorite Bachelor alum and or a favorite Bachelor moment that you remember that you're like, I just love this? Oh my gosh! Who? Oh, I'm really bad with names, but <laughs> it was when the one girl came back, like in the season. I think it was like two season ago, seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, a girl came back. Yes. Oh, when a oh, was it Peter's season? Was it my season when Alea came back? I think back? so. <laughs> I'm pretty Wait, sure. I'm pretty that's sure. Funny. I don't want to yeah. say that, but like yeah. she, she came back, and I was like, I don't know. I think it was like you guys were like a studio or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact thing, but I remember she like came back, and everyone was just like, like what just happened? Why is this girl back? Freaking like, out. Fights kind of kind of moment, and yeah, and then like pretty much. I mean, this is probably like a basic answer, but like whenever like the proposal happens, like everyone's like, like who is like what's gonna happen? Like is he gonna be this girl or is she gonna be this? Like I think that is like I'm like sitting on the edge of my seat, like and that at that point in time, you're like so invested in the relationship that you're like, oh my gosh, it's gonna happen. So I think definitely like, those parts of the like shower kind of my favorite like watching the shoes like kick out of like the truck or yeah. like, the car or whatever and you're like oh my god who's it gonna be yeah that's the best part yes. yeah when i when i got home there's like a compilation on um youtube of like all the all the proposals or whatever and they like show like maybe like i don't know two minutes of each one yeah. jojo's proposal yeah. i was in tears i was I was like, that's so sweet. Oh my God. So good. It was so good. So yes, that is, those are the best moments. Yes. I'm so young, but I'm like, I want to get married. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, not anytime soon. Not anytime soon. But you know, theoretically. Yes. Honestly, you will get there eventually. Give it time. Keep having fun in the chiller house. Honestly, you're killing it. Again, find my ass on TikTok because we got to We got to you gotta bring me back to life, honey. I think it I'm dying. Be up so there. funny. You're just like TikToking there, but like, hey guys. <laughs> Can you imagine? I should do a while in episodes airing. That okay. would be so funny. Wow. 
That would be wow, fun. We were really going. All right. Well, <laughs> Olivia, thank you so much for coming yes. on. And that was a fantastic question. Thank you so much for having really, me. Yeah, we love that. You're Absolutely. really helping me pick my top four guys. Thank you. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. Yes. Thank you so much. You're the best, babe. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 You guys, she came for you with that question. That was a great question. I was yeah. not expecting right. that. Impressive. Impressive. Yeah, it's question. like I always try to keep it to the actual episode, but yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, let's take it to the mama. You know what's <laughs> funny too is Brendan and Ben. Yeah. Are in my top four. So they well, really by, yeah, and you know what the, and you know what the, and that's that's funny that you say that because they early on well not early um, well in Tasha season I'll say in Tasha <laughs> season now they are two of my favorites definitely definitely two of my favorites well you guys you guys have not seen I'm telling you like I continue to say this but like it's weird because I feel like this show has been on honestly for like months already but this is really only like my third or fourth episode this week and you're just starting to see the guys have only been on two one-on-ones you know so that just wait true. just wait yeah, i feel is, like it's been that... on for years but just wait how many episodes um, how many episodes is it oh my gosh we still have like well after this episode we still have six more real wait yes really yes that's what i'm saying like we're just like tapping into it like this this week um like we started to really dive into things again so i'm really excited it was a good one good um uh, let's do it should we get into the clickbait tasia yeah so okay oh i'm so happy we had olivia on i think she's super cute and honestly this triller house honestly fascinates me it's so and the fact that like they are actually the company that put on this fight this weekend mm-hmm. um which is another example of like weirdness happening in 2020 because never did i ever think that i would see mike tyson in the ring again mm-hmm. um, no you know what i mean but yeah. the fact that he did that um and also we have like social media stars also boxing now like what is going on what is happening but triller social media yeah they're taking over what's going on mm-hmm. i mean here's the thing right yeah so, well, Jake Paul is, has been fighting. So I guess yeah. he's, he's a, a fighter. Um, and, and then you've got these guys that they, they have such a big influence, so many followers. And if I'm a business, yeah, I want to run my ads. I want to run. <laughs> I want to run that through, you know, through these kids. Yeah. Because, I mean, what would you rather do? Do you want to, do you want to run an ad through a, you know, a television show that's getting a hundred thousand views or Jake Paul, who's getting 36 million. Okay. But this is the thing. I, I still don't understand. Like the social media, like fan base is wild to me. You know what what I mean? mean by that? Like YouTube stars, like the amount of people that are watching and like they're diehard fans. You know what I mean? Is wild to me. Like Jake Paul, well, he used to be an athlete, and then he became like a YouTube star, right? Mm. No, he used he was actually um, Jake Paul was actually a Disney actor. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. J- Jake Paul was a Disney actor, and <clears throat> then um, I don't know if he was an athlete or not. I mean, he's he's definitely athletic, mm-hmm. and then he um, <laughs> definitely now, yeah. Now now he's a uh, he's a YouTube star, but yeah, I mean, YouTube is I love YouTube. 
I mean, I'm constantly watching it. And um, these creators are creating shows that are just as good as TV. Well, but and I, they're shorter. I have a question for you guys. If you don't think, do you think that if it wasn't for the pandemic, do you think that this event would have been such a success? Like if the regular world was happening the way that it normally is, is it because we haven't had sporting events? We haven't had boxing. Las Vegas is shut down. Like, do you think that's why this was such a big success? Or, you know, does it have something to do with it? I definitely do. That's a really good question. I mean, I will say that, like, I feel like, TikTok people blew up more than like I think they would have ever you know what I mean if the world was still going the way that it was Mm -hmm. but at the same time like not really because like Triller has been around like the Triller house has been around the hype house like all those houses have been around and like they do have a huge fan base so I think it's just going to show how powerful they are like it just Mm -hmm. I don't know I think it would have came about anyway don't you think yes I think so I think it would have came about but I think that I love that uh, like no one's taking advantage of the pandemic more than people on the internet, <laughs> you know, like these, Absolutely. these, and, and I, my hat is off to Triller and also all the people who are like, you know what? I'm not just going to sit at home and do nothing. I'm going to try to make something happen. You know, are we waiting for life to get back to how it was, or are we going to create something new? And I, I loved it. I love the whole event. I thought it was amazing, but I definitely think that, um, you know, this could be the future of how things are the new normal. Right. Well, it also well, goes to show like our celebrities even like, like how far away is like an influencer from a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, mm-hmm. I feel like well, each have like a different kind of fan base. Like think about it. Like Jake Paul has, a, you just said 35 million views on like things that he does. Right. Yeah. I so mean like a celebrity. It is a celebrity, but I'm saying like, yeah. I'm talking like Jennifer Aniston, like, you know what I mean? Like Denzel Washington, who have made like insane freaking movies that like our older generations know. But now like the younger generations are like looking up to these influencers and YouTube stars as like their huge celebrities. Well, yeah, I think I think because when we were when we were kids, right, mm-hmm. the celebrity was the actor and the actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the athlete. I mean, those were kind mm-hmm. of the only celebrities. But now because there's all these different platforms it allows for anyone to be a celebrity. So it doesn't really matter, I guess, what your profession is. Like mm-hmm. before, like the only respect that's like, that can even bring it back to us with like reality stars, like reality stars were, it was kind of like, it was more of a joke. And yeah. the only real respect that celebrity was kind of the actor or the actress. But yeah, I mean, that's shit's changing because people want to watch what they want to watch. And short form content is... Blowing it up. Huge. It's easy to watch. Yep. I mean, you, you finish it in five minutes. I think like Logan Paul's, um, his YouTube vlogs are literally five minutes. Yeah. And they'll get 15 million views. Wow. And I, have to keep, I, I don't want to keep talking right now, even though we're on a podcast, so it only fucking <laughs> makes sense. Um, but <laughs> regardless of, regardless, what? I want to go back, regardless of the pandemic, Mike Tyson is always Mike Tyson coming back fighting in a ring is always going to draw. Yeah, it's insane. Crowd. Insane. You know? Yeah, I'm so yeah. proud of him. I'm just so happy. Like his like comeback story. You know what I mean? I love. I lo- he was hilarious too. I thought he was so funny. And also them having Snoop Dogg. I thought that was great. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was playing. I was playing NHL. I would. I, 
when we were on, um, I don't play video games, but when we were really locked down in quarantine. Joe, are you okay this morning? Yeah, who knows? I don't know if I'm okay anymore. You can leave the house. You can't leave the house. I still don't know what the fuck is going on. But anyways, I I was playing NHL on PlayStation and Snoop Dogg's the announcer in the game. And I was like, is that Snoop Dogg? And so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you could do the job, you could do the job. Yeah. I I mean, I will say when Jake Paul, um, when he knocked out Nate Robinson, uh, the commentary from Snoop Dogg, he yelled, oh, Lord, it was fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Because no, no, I don't think a normal one would ever a normal commentator would never have given us that. It wouldn't have given right. us the no. Oh, and he is KO'd. Like, no, he was freaking out. He was like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, it was great. It was like a street fight. It was just great. But yeah. that's, yeah, and that's fun to listen to, too, because you could relate to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's exactly how I would have announced that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said if, when I saw it. I was like, what? I had to take a breath. I had to say a breath for Nate. I said, is he getting up? Is he out? <laughs> Jeez, but I will say, um, I saw, I followed this on social media, and I, and they said that Nate Robinson had the biggest. Um, he what he he got out of it and was like super sweet and and took all the heat that he was getting. I mean, they had like a Nate Robinson challenge where you would just lay on the ground. <laughs> and oh my like, god! I mean, they went for. It. I mean, the memes on Twitter were insane, but everyone said like a lot. I fo- I saw some of the basketball players saying like. He came right back into our group chats and was like, yeah, man, he got me like, you know, completely cool about it and not upset. At Thank all. God he could play it off because I will tell you, the Internet is brutal <laughs> yeah. at times. OK, mm-hmm. like sometimes you want you don't want to do anything bad or mess up or screw up because they will come after you. Yep, And he I think I think he you know, he was like, you know what? I Yeah, I got knocked out. I'm going to just yeah. going to own it. I I'm love guys take like it. that. Yeah, it was it was it was really great. And the best thing about this is because. Because it got so much, um, they talked about it so much. Triller, I'm sure, has a line of people now that want to fight Jake Paul. So, I'm well, Jake Paul called out so many people. He yeah, called out called Conor him. McGregor. I'm like, yeah, which, mm, do you want to die? I'm confused. Uh-uh. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between uh, you know an amateur fighter against Conor McGregor, who's an yeah. actual, who's a champion, and f- will yeah. Boxing is, uh, yeah, you have you need experience with boxing. Like, you can be the best athlete in the world, but if you don't have experience in the ring, you're going to get knocked out. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. And he mm-hmm. he got knocked out. He walked into that punch. I mean, it was it was brutal. Yeah, it was. It really, Fun really fact, was. I boxed quite a bit. Well, with my trainer, okay, not like that. But, like, I will <laughs> tell you, like, there was a minute when I was entertaining getting in a ring and finding another chick. And I still do entertain it because I actually like it way more than like I let on. And also, I don't know. It's really fun. And I think it would feel really good just to like. But like kickboxing so or like wanna, boxing, you boxing. You want to box someone right now? You're the bachelor. I know you want to be a boxer. <laughs> hey, look, I can do <laughs> well, all things, Joe. Don't you put if me in a Jake, damn box. I can wear if, a dress and I can wear. All right. With, okay. I can wrap my hands and I put some gloves on too. But okay, like kickboxing or like real boxing, like what they were doing. Kickboxing? No, I'm talking about like real boxing. Like, oh, I just I just box one on one with my trainer, and he like teaches people to be in fights and all that kind of stuff. So like mm-hmm. he 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 trains me like I'm trying to go into a fight. So oh well, Triller, y'all here to get the bachelorette in the ring, honey. Get <laughs> in the ring. Get in the 
funny. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so Jake good. Paul, you want to go? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> be so good. It'd be so good. Yes, I love that. Wait, that would be so good. I'm not kidding. Like, I think I would really thoroughly enjoy it. But anyway, we love that. We'll not- see. You never know. You never know. I think exercise and working out is also a very good way to relieve stress and get rid of negativity. And mm-hmm. I think it'll be good for you. Yes. We'll Th- thanks, Joe. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so this week, Instagram got all the feels. I mean, all the feels. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think maybe it was the Thanksgiving weekend. A lot of people were on there talking about a lot of things. I don't know if you guys saw, but like Chrissy Teigen almost had me in tears about her. I know. About her post. Um, and then also Camilla was talking about falling in love with Sean Mendez. And like that was a whole thing. And our own girl, Claire, went on her Instagram also. And she had some heartfelt words about rising above the negativity. Yeah. And just how people pass judgments on her because she was the former bachelorette and now Tasha's the bachelorette. And I'm sure she's just been getting a lot of just, I mean, her posts, I felt her posts, you know, as social media people, we feel, we feel her posts. And I think yeah. being in the public eye, I mean, Tasha, you, you know, everyone's looking at you right now. Everyone is zeroed in on you and your life and nitpicking every little thing. How, mm-hmm. how does that feel? How do you deal with that? I and, mean, you know, it's, it's a big thing. Well, I feel I mean, we've all experienced it because we've had like yeah. a little bit of um, moments on television. But I think the hardest part is just knowing that like you're you're actually living your life when you're doing all that. And then they're also making a TV show. So people see what, you know, what the show is supposed to see. And like mm-hmm. they forget that like your heart is invested and your decision-making, there's way more things that play into that decision that you make mm-hmm. um, than what they're saying at times. And, and it does hurt when people start to like rag on you because like you want to defend yourself. You're like, hold on a second. Like if only you knew, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't be coming at me right now, but it's like, it it's, you have to have tough skin and it sucks because I am not the type of person that, um, is used to having people question me or like come back at me and like, I don't know, hate on me. And I will tell you, I experienced that on like bachelor, um, at some point. And it was really, really hard. Like I took me out. Like I was like, in a like kind of like a stage of depression for a hot minute, just cause Mm -hmm. like it's, it's something to like get used to, to learn to, um, not let affect you. And just like, these people don't know you who you are. And I don't know. Well, what do you guys think? Like, have you guys ever, did you guys experience a little bit of hate on your guys' season? Yeah, I think I all, you know, when you have so many um, followers, it's it's yeah. not normal to, you're never going to be able to please everyone. I mean, somebody's always no. going to disagree with you. There's going to be people all, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, it's the nature of the beast, right? Yeah. You have to weigh, you know, uh, you know, Claire, yeah, she's upset that she's getting hate at the same time, right? And we could all do it. If I wanted to, I can get rid of my Instagram, open up a new one, and have a thousand followers that I'm close with. Yeah. And that's it. But I outweigh the bad with the good because having a large following on social media opens up. It's not just money. It opens up a lot of doors. It allows you to do other things. It allows you to better your life. Yeah. So like you said, you got to have tough, tough skin, suck it up, deal with it. And if you don't want to, the truth is, if we didn't want to. Now, Tasha, you're a little different. You're currently on TV, so it is different for you. Mm-hmm. But 
if we don't want to, we don't have to deal with it. Like, I really don't have to. I, like, I, I could just get rid of my social media. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. People always say, like, well, then don't sign up for reality television. And, like, I get that. Mm. But at the same time, we're still human. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Like, right. you do still, I, I understand. Don't go do it if you don't want to get anybody's opinions or criticism and all that kind of stuff. But also at the same time, it's like, I wanted it. I wanted to go on the show originally just to give myself a chance at something. Like, it really had nothing to do with the TV show for me. And I know it's such a wild concept for some people to grasp. But it's just like, sure, like, you knew you were doing something. But, like, I thought it was just a fun opportunity to take... Like, what if I did fall in love? That would be super cool, you know? Um, yeah. I I definitely, on my season, I got re- I got so much, yeah. Like you said, it was a state of depression um, because you have people that are saying things to you, especially um, when you are a person of color. And the, <laughs> the main thing that they have to say is about a, a color, the color of your skin, you know? So that, it was yeah. really rough because in my normal life, I don't have to deal with that. And no, yeah, we sign up for a show, but you don't think that you sign up for a show and people are going to send you hateful things and hate speech because of the color of your skin. You know, like, geez, Louise. It's like yeah. when people said things yeah. about me and like a conversation that I had with Peter or whatever, this or that, or okay, I get that. But the other part of it, the the hate speech, no, no one signs up for that, right? So I do think that... um I do think that it is it is rough, but like mm-hmm. Joe said, you can just delete. I mean, I deleted Instagram for two years before, of course, I was on the show, but I deleted Instagram for two years and I, yeah, I didn't deal with it. You know, I didn't have as big of a following, but to Joe's point again, I feel like I can influence and help people more than, and that, and that drowns out that when people send beautiful messages to me about things that I post that have helped Absolutely. them, that drowns out all the ridiculous, all the hate, all the hate. But when I first got off the show, yeah, I would be DMing people back. I would be clapping back <laughs> left and right. People, I'm like, don't comment and say some crazy stuff because I'm coming back. Okay. And then I got, I over, will it. Say, I got over it. I got I've over it. I've done that too. Yeah, I've said like a thing or two. It's funny though, because I feel like if there's one thing I've learned is someone has said like half of these people would never actually say these things to your face. And it's just like, you just see me outside, see me outside because there are some, (laughs) the times like I have, I called somebody out and I'd be like, do you feel better now? Like, Mm -hmm. did you get it off your chest? And they're actually like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I was drinking a lot of wine last night and I was just like in my freaking feels and like, I'm like, that's fine. But like, you also have to realize like I'm a person too. So it's just like, at the end of the day, I will say that I am such a lucky girl because I have so much love right now from like the season and everything like that. And I feel like people are really happy and it's exciting. And like, I I'm so blessed. I will say that, you know what I mean? Cause I, I know sometimes not everybody gets that, but mm-hmm. I will say, um, those people that are using like all like the negative stuff like that, it's usually like 1% of the people, but they just are a little bit louder because it's negative. Right. There's yeah. so right. much love out there. There's so much like positivity. And the thing is also with social media, as silly as this is, there's so many people that are not on social media. And like, you might think that the whole world hates you on social media because there's like 10 people that are like giving you shit, but like literally you could talk to you about it, like to your name and they're like, Oh wait, really? Like people thought that about you? Like, it's those one percenters that are thinking those negative things and you just cannot give attention to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. here's the thing, right? Because I agree 100% with that. 
But how do you stop yourself? Because I go down the rabbit hole as well. I'll yeah. read something. And then once I start reading, you then can't I can't stop. stop. And then I start forming my own op- own opinions. And I'm like, all right, I, all right, I let's think, do this. I think and, the way you stop is not to do it in the first place. Right. And if, and if you, yeah. and if you do do it, I think going back and then looking, literally looking for the positive. That's what I do. If I see someone say some effed up stuff, I'm like, okay. And then I go back and I look for the positive and I'm like, well, you know, F you because this person thinks I'm pretty cool. This person liked what I post. Yeah. This person, this, this, and this, right? Also, like you said, Tasha, no one's coming to I mean, especially after this podcast, honey, you're a boxer. Nobody's saying this to your face. No one is coming and saying it to your face. Like, yeah. And so when you think about that, you're like, mm, I'm going to let you be the miserable person. The one thing that um, the one thing that Claire said, she said, hurt people hurt people. And mm-hmm. that's when you really get down to it and you say, you know what? This person has something going on in their life and they want to bring me down too. So, I, and that's not for me. And it's my choice yeah. to be brought down there as well or not. It's different when, you know, a family member or someone very close to you has something negative to say to you that hurts a little, a little differently. But I think people who don't know you at all, it's like you're projecting. And that's yeah. really what they're doing is whatever bad day they had um onto you and it's and it's on and and that's unfair so i think realizing that and knowing that i I would never say anything hurtful towards you because i'm having a great day right yeah and no it's 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 you're exactly right and i feel like one thing that i do do is i go to like my closest friends and family like did i screw up like if i screwed up they would tell me Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. half the time everyone's just like no what are you talking about and then you just talk out these fears and then you kind of let it go yes yeah yes social media social media isn't real life and something i'm doing now is when i catch myself on it in reading and scrolling and scrolling i stop and think okay what could i do to make better use of this time and yeah. I'll and I'll go work out, I'll read a book, I'll write something out. It's just, you just you can't once you get lost in it, it's just so hard to pull yourself out of it. So you just no, gotta, it is. And then and then we forget to live real life. Like and this is, you know, this is a pop culture podcast and I saw I think Drake posted a photo where he and it was it was recently he just posted it where he said um I have to look it up. He's just, uh, I actually went with his son real quick. It, not with it. I, I'm not sure if it was with his son, but I really liked what he said. Oh, yeah. Love. Um, People love to hate Drake, but they be listening to his uh, music though. Oh, <laughs> that's this is, it, what, this is just, what he said. Life can, what do you say? Life can look good in a picture, but we don't live in pictures. Just know that. Mm, and that's the truth. And that's and, and, and that actually, It's a highlight reel. I read that. Yeah. When I read that, that really helped me because I got myself like lost and and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Why am I looking at all this stuff? Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. That's so good, Joe. It's that. And it's thinking about the other thing that like gets me to like get out of that point is thinking like I'm literally giving this person so much. um, What is that word that I'm thinking of? So much power over my energy and my like how I'm thinking about myself like why am i giving you the power like honestly move on it's like that's why it's like where that's why i'm I not giving you the power over my life you don't know me like you know what i mean yes so anyway negativity 
honestly, if you're out there and you've ever said a negative comment, be better. If you haven't, just continue to spread love. Because honestly, at the end of the day, like, why are you, does it make you feel better to spread around hate? Like, no, but it makes you yeah. feel good and, to like be positive. And if you ever said a negative comment to me, um, Joe's coming for your back. No, but you, you know, you know what really, uh, you know what really helps me out is I was celibate for a year. <laughs> Joe, look, okay, Joe. No, I, I need to sit by my coffee, Joe. This please, is a I'm, truthful, truthful podcast, Joe. I'm being honest. Lord, I'm be, no. This is a okay, truthful podcast. Okay, <laughs> we tell the truth. I'm, li- I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. But I did find this one article about. <laughs> This this woman was talking about how she was celibate f- for a year and it really helped her during this quarantine time of just being comfortable with being alone because being celibate for that time just helped her rediscover shit about herself and she was getting more into, you know, the arts and just she just really learned how to, I guess, love herself in a way. Um, which, yeah, it's nice, but that means no sex, right? Uh, which... Some may say that is the greatest thing in the world, right? Sex. Yeah. Is that what you, you think, know, Joe? Sex. Do you think that? Uh, sex and food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not together, but I think like those are. Uh, Ew. No. You've never had okay, Andrew. I'm gonna no, stop I'm not, You know what? I don't. Joe, I think I you should. Mix. Mix. You need to marry a like a chef. That's what you, uh, yeah, but, but I don't mix like when it comes <laughs> to check. like bedroom stuff, I don't want any um, no food, not even like I'm not even like a whipped cream guy. Like, I don't need any of that. I agree. I, I get I like I don't like dirty. All right. Um, well, let's talk about this, though. What is the longest you think? What is the longest you've been celibate for? And what's the longest you think you could go? Go, go, go. Oh, wow. Joe, you answer that question first. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. I would say the longest I went, and we're, sure. we're including everything. Truthful That's podcast. Intercourse, uh, you know, blowjobs, the whole thing. No, <gasps> no, you know, hand jobs, lady, nothing. Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, we're, this is what we're including, nothing. Um, I think I went... Um, 24 hours. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've definitely gone for, I, I've probably gone for six months as a as a young lad back in back in the day <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where i'm going with that but i would say probably six months and i think um in your 30s I think, how long have you went with in your 30s um okay fine <laughs> that's a fair question wow natasha yeah. calling you asa um oh my gosh so i would say the longest i went would probably be in my 30s probably probably three months mm-hmm. two that is surprising. Three, two months. Two months. How about you guys, Natasha? She's looking at her. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about it. Well, I will say this. Like, I mean, this is. I mean, I will say. I, I don't know. I, I wish I I'm had more Tasha's, of a conservative person. I wish I had Tasha's mm-hmm. quarantine because, honey, she had a lot. She didn't have to worry about celibacy at all. She had men ready to do whatever she wanted. Okay, woo. Um, I. Oh my god. I, um, look, y'all got me all messed up. Oh, Natasha, are you all right? She's oh, okay. She really just okay. dropped her headphones. Not okay. Not okay. Um, how long I have went? Very long. Um, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question. I will say this <laughs> now that. I am dating with purpose. Mm. 
And I am not into what the the term empty sex. I could I could wait a very long time because I that's Hmm. we talked about this before about going back to exes and blah, blah, blah. It's like I just being with someone new for me. I just want to know that this is growing into something. Having a frivolous thing, unless he is like drop dead gorgeous hot, like just like just all the things that I need and want in that moment. And I'm probably drank a little bit too much that I'm not, you know, never saying never, but yeah, it would have to be one of those circumstances of let and let like one night stands. I've never been into that, you know? So I feel mm-hmm. like I could go pretty, pretty long without actually um, hooking up with someone because I'm lo- what I'm looking for now is so much more substantial than just a hookup. And it's like deeper than an empty sex situation. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, no. Me- I mean, I mean, Joe doesn't like the um, the very covered up response, but I mean, you're not going to get much out of me either, um, because <laughs> I, I I'm know. serious I though. I've I'm longest I've went Joe, I guess, nine my mentality nine months. There you go. Nine. Oh, okay. Months. I went nine months without. Okay. Let me ask months. you this before. Okay. Okay. During those nine months. Yes. No, Joe, How don't long? ask that. Joe, <laughs> what? What? Don't you dare. I'll talk about it. Then I'll talk. I'm going to ask it. You don't have to respond. But okay, go, 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 go. Okay. How long were you master of your domain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My mother. My poor mother. Mom, so, uh, again, this might not be a nice answer that you like, but I will say that I believe in... Um, the release of energy so if you feel that you like I, so do I. I well so so here's the thing i work out a lot and normally that is my release of energy right but yeah. during this pandemic there hasn't been as much gym and this and that you know i mean i oh still work God. out but not like vigorous working out so i understand why the sales on sex toys and things like that went up <laughs> during the pandemic yeah. i get it I get it. I understand it. I get it. (laughs) So um, I think that what I'm saying is if you feel the urge to release your energy, you should whenever, whenever you want. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I personally went, um, I've gone 20, um, I think like 22 or 23 days before. Um, Of what? Is that a long time? Doing it every day? Um, Releasing your energy every day? I went, no, I went. I went twenty three days with, without without oh being master of my domain, which I thought was pretty good. But mm. it was Bachelor in Paradise, and there was really nowhere to go. So <gasps> that's Bachelor that's how that worked. Wait, yeah. what? Now, I'm saying I didn't. I didn't. I I Chat. didn't masturbate during Bachelor in Paradise. Why? Twenty one days. I didn't do anything. Because it would what? be weird. Because well, because you know, like, first of all, you live in a room with like other people. Yeah, it would have been weird. Do you think celibacy can help you be a better partner? Do you think that? If you were celibate for, you know, this whole time and then you met Bay, and then you guys started dating and you had not been with someone for a very long time, do you think it could help you, um, you know, in that relationship? Do you think that's something Great that... Great question. I mean, Great I think question. that if like, I think that if your relationship is like sex-based, like, I think if that's like, one of like the main foundations of your relationship, I think that you might want to explore that other um, like celibacy as a, with your partner, just because 
I don't know. Like that spark, you are going to have times where like that spark is just like on the rocks or not there. And like, what do you just like not, you don't have anything in common anymore. I don't know. I waited till marriage. So Mm -hmm. that being said, like, I now have a different outtake. I think I've said this before on a podcast. I now have a different outtake on that. I feel like it's sex bef- like before marriage is important because that, that's such an intimate thing with your partner. And like, you need to, I think it's something that you have to explore to be honest. And now I'm not saying like, go to like have a one night stand every single day, but I'm just right. saying like, um, it shouldn't be the foundation of your relationship. I think it should definitely be a thing that you can connect on. Cause I think it's very, very special, but and I don't sweets. know. I'm, What'd you say? <laughs> Fantasy suites. No. <laughs> I don't know. I have a different take on that stuff. I, I yeah. like how you said earlier, you date with intention. I've always dated with intention. I don't really, I married my first boyfriend for Christ's sake. Like I don't really have many past hookups. I'm not a girl that does that kind of thing, but um, I don't know. I just find intimacy is very, very sacred. So that's just, I think that's, I, I think that's really nice. And I think that's how, honestly, I think that's, the way to find yourself in a healthy relationship. I really do. So I think if you're just going around, you know, humping all over the place, it makes it hard to actually meet someone. Absolutely. Someone that you can actually spend your life with and like want to grow with. I mean, like if it's there, it's freaking there. You know what I mean? And that's just something that you're, it's going to just make your relationship even better. But, and it is true. I, I do think it is true when they say that a woman knows within the first five minutes of meeting a guy, if she would hook up with him or not. Like, absolutely. Women know, so. Uh, let's, let's, let's dig a little deeper into that. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no, so they, you like, know. Yeah. So, so the girl know. didn't want to sleep. <laughs> no. No, within five no, minutes. Like we, no, we know. Whether we hook up with you in a year from now or whenever, we know if we would or we wouldn't. We, we, we do. Within, I think within the first five minutes, yeah. Well, absolutely. Uh, about- if you're like intrigued with someone, like if like I'm like, oh yeah, I would give this guy more time. But you know what I mean. Do you ever look at? Do you ever look at a guy? Is there ever? Is there ever been a scenario where you've looked at someone and said, I would hook up with him based solely off of looks? Or do you? Joe, or do you have yeah. Have you little- seen Liam Hemsworth? Have you seen Matthew McConaughey? Have you seen <laughs> any of the men on my season? Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. So that. So that. So looks. Sexual attraction is the answer to that. Yes, but, but yeah, don't get well, me wrong. No, I don't sleep with everybody. Doesn't mean I don't have like that thought. You know what I mean? That you yeah, that you no, would, no. yeah. But I yeah. also think yeah. that for us, it's like a conversation because some guys, you know, just how just like guys have like a type, like maybe they yeah. like this or that, whatever. I think women, there's certain things about men that we like. For some women. Um, they are, what are they called? Sapiosexuals. They are into their mind, right? And so talking to them, they might say, oh, wow, yeah, this guy's really smart or he's this or that. And I, so I think some guys, maybe physically, they're not your type, but then you feel this like energy and you're like, oh, wait, this feels different, yeah. right? I feel like Tasha. Wow. I feel like Tasha had that moment. Um, I remember that moment, Tasha, on this season. She had that with a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm more of a person. Like if I, um, if our personalities, if I feel safe with you, mm-hmm. then I can like be intimate with you. Mm-hmm. That's more of like me. Okay. Okay. What's your burning okay. question? Burning Joe? question time. Oh shit. I, I I will I will um refer to you, Natasha, because. That's just the kind of gentleman that I am. Oh really? Oh really? Yes. 
Yes. Oh, well, I mean, you know what? Olivia had such a, she had such a great question. She did. That's why, no, Joe, you go. Okay, fine. You go, okay, fine. you go, fine. you go, you go. Um, you, you take this. Thank you for being a gentleman, though. We appreciate that. <laughs> yes, okay. Joe. Is there anyone right now after this current episode, okay? It's not how you feel currently, but after this current episode that you feel, is there one person that stands out that actually you feel safe with? <gasps> yes. I know the answer. Okay. What is his name? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I am so, so, so excited to introduce you to our next guest, Adam Hambrick. I had the pleasure of watching him perform at a very intimate um, date of mine. It was a little private concert uh, for just me and my date, which you guys will see next week. But I am so thrilled that he can join us here today. He is not only an insanely talented singer, but a brilliant songwriter who's probably written for some of your favorite artists before. Um, so like I said, you guys will see him next week on The Bachelorette. So make sure you tune in. But everyone, please say hi to Adam. Adam! It is so good to see you. It's so funny. I actually just messaged you back on Instagram. Um, but hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Hi. How are you? How's your crazy life right now? Oh my gosh. It is it is a whirlwind, I will yeah. tell you that much. But I am so thankful for everything. And the fact that I got to meet you during that entire journey, um, which you made it so much more special to me. And now that we're here talking and it's been like a secret for so long, now that we can finally talk about it. Let me know, like, what's been going on since I saw you in quarantine? I'll be honest, not a lot. It's been quarantine. It's been, it's been, you know, like everybody in the music business right now. We're like, we're all just—I mean, we're all just like shut down. We're not touring, so I've been just writing a ton, um, yeah. just working on new music and and just kind of like getting ready to put some new music out at the, at the top of the year. But um, really, it's been a good time, like with family and stuff too. Um, cause we moved this, we, we kind of like moved houses this summer and then so we've been trying to get settled in, but then also like just kind of digging in and get to spend time with the kids and, and just kind of be like yeah. uh, at home dad for a little bit. It's been awesome. Oh, it really is. Fun, huh? Yes. That's amazing. Well, I am, oh, sorry. Go Joe. Uh, when it comes to like writing, when it comes to writing music and just making music, do you find it harder now to find inspiration? Mm. opposed to prior, you know, I think inspiration is one of those things where when you look for it, you find it. Um, Mm. and, and like, you know, a lot of people that, you know, it's kind of like this, like ethereal thing where you like, you just wait for it to come, but it's like anything else, man. It's a discipline. It's like, if you, if you put yourself in a position to be creative, um, you know, then, then that stuff kind of comes. I mean, it, if you're thinking, if you're thirsty to create, you'll make good stuff, I think. Yes. Honestly, I am so excited for our listeners to see you perform next week and like hear the song that you actually wrote during quarantine. Wow. Um, Which is, it's beautiful. Um, So aside from that, like you writing that song and then having that opportunity to sing it, did you have fun? Did you feel like it, 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 it um, did the song yeah. justice. I, I, for one, yeah. I had a blast. I've never been on TV before, so like, I was nervous. Uh, <laughs> this is my CD debut. Your date was my CD debut. 
We're so and ready. So it, it was it was special for a lot of reasons. One, um, because of that. I mean, it's like it's the biggest like opportunity I've had since I've started this kind of artist track in my career. And then also, oh, there's my dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we like dogs. We love that. And then also, especially just because uh, the song itself. Um, you know, it kind of plays like a love song, but, but for me, I wrote it, um, uh, in a lot of ways for, uh, my wife who she's a physician assistant and she's kind of on the front lines of all this COVID-19 stuff. Most of her job during all this has been like just testing people for this uh-huh. virus and stuff. And so, um, so it's kind of like had a direct impact on our family. Um, but then, yeah. you know, like I wrote this song kind of like as a, as a love letter to all those people who kind of step in when stuff sort of goes wrong. Um, right now it's like our medical mm. professionals, but you know, firefighters, you know, military police, like just people who, who step in and put their, put themselves on the line when things kind of go sideways. And that's, um, yeah, but that can also be like your friends and your family, you know, like the hard time. It's just like yeah. the people who lay themselves on the line for you. That's, that's what the song, that's who the song's for. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. When before you um before you went on the show, were you a Bachelor fan? Did you watch the show with your wife? I actually did not. So, so I think but before this before this <laughs> season, I've seen a grand total of I think maybe a half an episode. Like maybe a half, maybe a whole mm-hmm. episode cumulatively. Um but mm-hmm. I've like gone all in this season. I'm like, I'm like from the word go. I'm like, okay, we're just, we're just going to dive in. I've been doing these weekly recaps. Um, yeah, I saw that. I was going to say you're for someone that hasn't watched it. You're recapping it. Oh, it's, it's, it's just like a silly thing. Um, some friends of mine, uh, own a, uh, they, they started a rosé, rosé company. So we thought it'd be like funny to have a dude, um, watching the bachelorette and drinking sparkly rosé out of a pink can it's being super fancy <laughs> I Sick love that are you giving me a hard time out there Adam are you giving me a hard time out there things to say to you I'll bust the dudes all day <laughs> okay go who's your, who's your, okay so who's your favorite and then who's your not so favorite give us give us who your favorite who's is yeah, one of the team <laughs> I, I, like, I, I can only go like for a favorite from a TV from a TV perspective my from the TV, exactly, exactly. We don't know these men personally. Uh, uh, Bennett cracks me up. Bennett is like, he's golden. <laughs> he's he's got a shtick that is just unbelievable. And and I, I know he's a really smart dude. You know, like obviously he's a really smart dude. I got it. Like I'm really curious, like how much he's in on like the shticketude and and like like how much is like he just like riding with that and how much is like real because when he gets real like you can kind of tell he's like okay I, this is real me mode i feel like i don't know right um, but uh, that's what i'm so confused about with him yeah he's a, a hard guy that that date where y'all had him answer the que- answer the questions it was like a like a how comical I, I, that was, was that that was solid very funny gold. it was amazing how and it's funny because I don't want people to think that that was edited. It was so funny. Like, it was like one after the other. And I was just like, wait, Bennett, where did you go to school? It was so funny. It was so, it, it was, it, yeah. Was <laughs> we called him out. <laughs> Adam, I want to bring it back a little bit, back to your music career. <laughs> so you've written, you've written some yeah. number one songs. You've written, written for monster artists. Do you find it more rewarding to write and perform your own song or write and watch somebody else. That's a good question. Um, 
it's like 10 years ago, I didn't even know any of this was a thing really. Like I was just, I was making music on the side yeah. of, back home in Arkansas. And, um, and I love that. Like it was, you know, it, it was just like, I was working a job. I was doing video and graphic design work. And then music was just kind of like the, the fun thing I did on the side. Like I always sang with my family growing up. And so like just music has always been a part of my life. Um, and so like even just getting to step in the national, like getting to do music full time as a career, like that was a big deal to me. And, and so like, so at, at that yeah. level, like I'm grateful for all of it. But when I was here to kind of write songs, I kind of like slowly started to realize like that music was just like the writing, the performing, the singing, like the whole thing. Like it was all sort of one thing. And, and the more I kind of like leaned into the writing, the more I wanted to perform and the more I performed, the more I wanted to write for the performance. And like, I, you know, it just kind of flows into each other in a way that I think is really cool. And um, if you love being creative and you love the idea of creativity and you love making stuff. Um, I, I believe that that's like what I was kind of put here for was to make stuff. And um, mm-hmm. I love that. What age did you start? I, um, I think I, I wrote my first song probably when I was in the fourth grade, it's like nine or 10. Um, like, but, but just like, oh but just God. like, you know, goofy, wow. like, like whatever. Um, but then I gave, I gave a girl, a cassette tape with a song that I wrote in the eighth grade. <gasps> oh go. my gosh, it's oh. a heartbreaker. Did, did you I get her? Did you it. get her? No, oh, <gasps> you didn't get her either. But she's really uh she's kicking herself now, girl. I tell you. Budgie yep. 13 year old Adam Hamburg did not get the girl. Uh, oh no! I oh. Rose Adam. She's telling that she's telling that story to someone right now. Like, do you know he gave me a cassette? We're, we're, still, we're still friends. She's not saying that. <laughs> Damn. And Adam, you're in um, you're in yes. Nashville, correct? Oh, nice. Is that? Do you feel like that is the music capital of the world? Man, for me, it is. I can see like. Like there's, there's so much great stuff in LA and there's so much great stuff, like even still in New York, less so now than it used to be. But, um, but yeah, like, I feel like there's such a wide range of stuff that you can do and more and more people are moving to Nashville, um, for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so like, for me, it's definitely the capital of, of, of the music world. I, I just think there's so much that you can do from Nashville now that you couldn't have even done 10 years ago. Um, you know, so I, yeah, yeah I, I kind of, I kind of think it is. I kind of think it's the future of the, the future hub of music. Wait, what's a dream artist you could write a song for? That's what I want. Oh uh, man, Garth, Garth would be Garth would be high up Amazing. on the list. He was the first artist that I, oh, him, him and Alan Jackson were the first like two artists that I just like really latched onto. Like, um, uh, but the other one, the the one that kind of has become like just my dude um, is John Mayer. Like when John Mayer first, first released that room for squares record, that, like that was a game changer record for me. Like kind of stopped me in my tracks in 11th grade. Like I want to play guitar like that dude, you know, that. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so like, I mean, he would be a dream collab, but I mean, you know, it's like, like, we'll see, like look down, down the line. We'll see. Where do you, if you, um, what's for you as an artist, what's the end game? What's your, what, what, what do you want? I feel like music a lot of times, uh, especially right now and all this like uncertainty, like music kind of is every song is like, 
sending up a balloon and you just like see where it goes. And I feel like that's, I feel like for me, that's what it is. Like if I, if I'm here, I if I'm here that. to create and I'm here to like make stuff and connect with people and kind of like let my music be a part of their stories, the way it's been mine, you know, it's like the connecting thing. Um, then all I can do is make it, put it out and, you know, hope that people connect to it. I can't really, I can't really yeah. say what the end goal is. Cause the more I, the, I know, the more I try to control stuff and like the more terrible it is. Do you never know where it can go? So like, why put yourself in like a little box? You know what I mean? Like I like the whole balloon thing. It's true. Definitely. You never know where the song will take you. Um, do you, I want to know since you had this amazing journey from, writer to performer and now you're doing all of it do you have any advice for young future writers or singers or performers or people that maybe they put it on the back burner but now you know we're in quarantine and you can get that pen out and you can start writing do you have any advice um man that's a good question in nashville it's nashville can be kind of a funny place because everybody's right. Everybody's next to everybody. You have the people who haven't had success yet, right next to Ashley Gorley had 60 number ones right. or whatever the astonishing number is. And, and, and so like mm-hmm. you kind of run together and you bump into people. And when you do that, you look at them and you see their success and people kind of wear success like clothes. Like, um, I don't have any clothes. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go hide. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I think that's, I think that's even becoming more true now. Like, uh, with, with social media, like everybody looks at the success of other people and you're tempted to like either try to dress up what you have and make it look like success, which is trying too hard or, or you like retreat into yourself and you don't try. Um, uh, the best thing you can do is write and work and, um, you know, be inspired by other people, be inspired by their success and be inspired by like where it can take you. But, you know, but, but don't use success as a measuring stick because it will always leave you empty. It'll always, it'll always leave your, it'll leave your work, um, not as quality. It'll, it'll make you less authentic. And, um, I mean, I, I struggle with that every day. And I think everybody who is in music and in art in some kind of way kind of can do that. Um, and you know, so I would say just like, all you can do is work and, and, uh, and hustle and look for the opportunities as they come, but let the opportunities come because of the work you're doing, not because of, you know, you're trying to fabricate some sort of like facade and all that stuff. I've been guilty. Of I'm still mm-hmm. guilty of that sometimes. <laughs> That's so good. Well, okay. Wait, I have one last question to ask you. Like, I know that last, uh, the song that you, um, performed, which is titled, um, which was, I thought was a perfect song, but if, do you still think that you would have chosen that song to sing on that date? Or if there was another one that you also really love, like why um, did you choose yeah, that? That, that was a song that they, they requested for me to, for me to play. Um, so I was like, I mean, you, you know, mm-hmm. you guys, you guys pick, you, you know what the vibe of the day is supposed to be. <laughs> um, yeah. But since then we put out a song called uh, the longer I lay here. That's, uh, that's, which I oh, love, which I love, which I love. Yes, <laughs> I really do love it. It's a good um, song. And so, so that, yeah. that would be one if I, you know, if I had to, if I had to do it over again, it'd be a coin flip between those two probably. Cause with that song out when we, when Got we, it. Uh, we were on, when we, we filmed the show. 
The Longer I Lay Here by Adam Hambrick, people. There it's it so is. Good. Listen to it. <laughs> All right, Adam. Yeah. Actually, I got one more question. Are you going <laughs> to continue being a bachelor, bachelorette? I, I, think, I think so. I, I, like, I don't know if I'll be like an every episode right. guy, but, I'll, but I will pay yes. attention in a way that I have not. Um, yeah. Just as long as you watch our girl Tasha. That's <laughs> yes. all we're asking. Okay. For. Okay. Wait. They got one more question. I have one. No, wait, what gonna, are you going to say? I was yeah. going to say. Uh, I sent. I sent you. I sent you that message because I was so excited when you came on the show, and um, and I was really, I was really pumped because there's like this element of like reality TV ness uh, to a lot of people that I've seen yeah. on the show, but like. When you came, when you came on the show, it was like a, it was a different thing. It was like, it was like, this is a real human being. Like, like it didn't feel like, Aww. it didn't feel like put on. It has, it didn't, it didn't have any air of like, didn't have the drama air. It didn't have like all this stuff. It's just like, she's being herself and these dudes are lighting up. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you. Thank you very For much. Sure. It means a lot to me. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what, with the with the reality shows, my last question that I have for you is there's a lot of music competition mm. shows. As a musician, what do you think of those? <sighs> oh, a, a deep breath. <laughs> a long it's, it's a deep breath. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, I, owe, <laughs> I owe a lot. I owe a lot to one of them in particular. So American Idol, uh, my buddy Chris Allen, uh, we went to college together mm. and Chris, Chris wow. won that show on season nine. And before that, I had never known anybody who had done anything in music. So like seeing Chris go on there and do that, uh, inspired me to make a record back home in Arkansas that kind of landed me here in Nashville. Um, and so mm -hmm. like, if I hadn't had that experience of watching him go through that, I wouldn't have done it. Um, but I have seen, uh, I've seen firsthand, um, just with, several different friends going on. I mean, those things can really chew you up and spit you out because there's not a development aspect to that. Like you go on and you're a good singer. Yeah. Awesome. If you don't have like a, a full, um, you know, artist palette with colors with which to paint, if you're not a good songwriter, if you're not, a, you know, if you're not ready, like it's all, it's going to be, mm. you're going to be there for a second and you're going to wash out. Um, there's only a few people who've really made, that thing work for the, as many seasons as it's done it. So uh, I'm not saying don't do them because they're, they're really cool and they're, they can be a really cool moment for people. Um, but it can also, it can also like yeah. stunt people, um, you know, kind of stuff as an artist, mm. if, if you're not careful that, and that's, that's just me like being honest. I don't, I don't want to do, you know, deride anybody or anything like that, but, um, no, I love that answer. I really do. I love that because I'm not a musician. And so when I watch them, I'm like, oh, but I never thought about it. Like you said, with all the different colors and, the, you know, you kind of should have a little more than just being a good singer. That's wow. Yeah. yeah. And, wow. and that's, that's not, that's not, to, <laughs> that's not saying anything about, about those shows, but, it, but there's just only a few people who've been able to really use that as a springboard to go from there into like a, you know, kind of a, a great artist, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. It really does. You gotta be able to uh you gotta be able to know the work and put in the work and just yeah. go yeah. hard, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Gotta go hard. Yes. All right. Before we let you go, where can you tell our listeners where to find you and listen Man, you can listen to, to you can listen to music everywhere um that there is. Everywhere you listen to music, Spotify, 
Apple Music, Amazon, anywhere. Um, you can also go to adamhamburger.com, uh, listen there, YouTube, all the above, man. Just just all the regular places. And it's Adam, like the first man, ham, like a ham and a brick. Um, Adam Hamburg, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for having me on. This, is, this has been a, uh, this is, this is a huge deal to me. It's a really huge deal to my sister-in-law, Hillary, who is a incredible fan of the fact that I just said her name on this podcast. She is going to probably pee a little. <laughs> Hi, Hillary. Hello. (laughs) I am so excited. It makes me so happy that like people like you who are so genuine and true, like honestly talented, get like an opportunity like that. So I really hope you uh, like I wish you all the success in the world. And I know everyone's going to love your music just as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I truly wish the best for you, and thank you so much. Thank for being you so much. Come see us in Nashville when this COVID stuff slows down, shall you? Oh, yeah. yeah. You better watch yourself because I will come see you. You just wait. <laughs> hey, thank you all so much, Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. Bye. Isn't he the sweetest soul? So good. Oh, I love Man, so good. His answers. Great, Great answers. Great answers. I did not He's even good. think about that. I've been dying to know about these competition shows. But yeah, you see these people who don't make it after and you're like, wait, but I mean, that hard work, he 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 hit it on the head. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. He did. And you could tell, like, you could tell he's not just like, yeah, like being a songwriter, being able to play an instrument, being able to sing like you, especially nowadays, it's 2020. You gotta, you gotta bring it. Yeah. You gotta have it all. No, mm-hmm. I just like love how genuine he is. Like you could just tell like he, he genuinely writes music because he's a, like into it and he wants to perform people to make them feel a certain way. And mm-hmm. I just can't wait for you guys to see him next week. It's going to be great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm into it. This is, uh, oh, this has been a, interesting podcast we've gotten we've gotten pretty deep on this so we were going i know all we were place. everywhere you guys as always it has been a blast i know we always say this but please follow us on social at clickbait bn on instagram facebook and twitter yes we want to see all the clickbait that you guys are getting into each week so send us over all the tea because we want to talk about it we love to see it and um keep the dms coming well that but also please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify the wondery app or wherever you guys are listening to now have the best weekend and we will talk to you next week 